What's up, crew? Welcome to another episode of the JC Pro Show, where we discuss all the things about starting up your own online business and how to survive and thrive as an online entrepreneur. My name is Justin Kappen Pro. I am a startup business mentor, branding strategist, and digital content creator that specializes in aiding and guiding startup business owners just like you to monetize your unique gifting, talent, or idea and build a profitable and scalable brand leveraging the power of social media marketing. I do not waste my time and I choose not to waste yours, so let's dive right in. Let's roll into this. We're talking about how to crush an ambitious goal in the next 30 days without willpower. Uh, let me let me set this up for you this way, right? This is going to be a very straight talk conversation. Um, I want to just I want to just give it to you straight this morning. So we all get goals. We all understand what goal setting looks like, right? You pick a goal. You you choose what exactly you want to achieve. You know, I, I got to have a why that makes me cry. I understand it. I'm going to go at it with full force. I remember, Justin, don't be distracted. It seems easy, right? You put in the work, resist, resist temptations. It should be a cakewalk, you think, right? But then when you actually move forward into acting out your plan, you soon realize that there's a problem. And, and the problem, it, it happens with everybody like clockwork. Everybody deals with the same stuff, right? The first week probably goes well. You probably have a good first week and you probably do some a lot of the things right. And maybe not go perfect, but that first week usually goes pretty well. It's challenging, right? But you got this, right? You're working off of willpower, drive, and possibly a bit of emotional fuel since you know why you are pursuing this particular goal. But then over the next few weeks, stuff happens, distractions happen. And then that feeling that you had initially when you set up that goal starts to kind of fade away a little bit. There's a couple times where it gets hard, like really hard, and, and then unexpected stuff comes up. You almost give up a couple of times, but you somehow manage to hold on. I still got this. I'm still pursuing this. You don't let your emotional brain win. You tend to stick to the plan, but then one day, eventually, at some point in time, everything falls apart. The, blur the, the plan breaks apart. You end up sleeping in late. When you wake up, you find yourself groggy and tired, you, but you somehow made it through the day and you tried to do what you were going to do, but then it didn't work. And you find yourself on your bed wanting to doze off again, right? But then you realize, you know, I've got things to do. I've got stuff to do. I don't know if I can do that today, right? But then maybe it's a goal where you're trying not to do something. Right? You come back home from a stressful day at the office and you struggle hard to avoid the couch or the TV or devouring the mouthwatering cake that's in your refrigerator, and we just end up just kind of just fizzling into what happened to that goal. And it happens to everybody. And what like this is nobody like people people set these ambitious goals at the beginning of the year every single year and I think truly you you think that this year is going to be different. And it really doesn't have to be new year. I mean we're here in the middle of August. And it's the same way. I mean, people people go through this first six months and like, all right, I'm going to do a reset because I just did this. I just did a reset with my inner circle in the middle of just the end of July, moving into August. And you you know, going through that that mid year reset was is an emotional process. And you bring up eight goals that you are emotionally connected to. But then I would ask you, it's been almost four weeks since you uncovered those eight goals. And what have you done to pursue those? Some of you guys are moving at them. And some of you guys are keeping me in touch. But if I went through every single person that attended that training with me and asked you, where's your progress on those goals? What have you been doing every single day? What have you been doing every single week? There is a large percentage of people that went through that training with me just four weeks ago, an exceptional training that have done zero towards what they put on paper, which was in what they put on paper was highly emotional. And I don't, and I don't know that because I'm thinking of specific people. I know that because it's statistical fact it happens. And so going into what we're talking about today, generally speaking, willpower is a terrible strategy. And I would love for you to write that down in your notes. If you're taking notes and I'd love for you to write that in the chat stream, if you'd like to willpower is a terrible strategy. The difference between goal achievers and those who usually tend to give up isn't just that the achievers have more self-control. It's usually one of the secrets of high achievers is that they have learned to avoid situations in which they have to rely on their willpower. Because willpower acts like a muscle. And we're going to talk a bit about willpower this morning because that's where I really want you to understand this. Willpower acts like a muscle, all right? 
you you can't put put too much stress on willpower on day one and then expect it to sustain because most people honestly have untrained willpower. So how can you actually stick to your diet and hit your weight loss goals if you have been undisciplined and completely, you know, just wild with whatever you've been eating and doing? If you if you can't, I mean, if you have been putting whatever you want in your mouth, whenever you want in your mouth, and you haven't exercised in forever, and then all of a sudden you come out of the holidays, for example, because we can all relate to this, you come out of the holidays, you got the holiday pounds, and then you decide this is going to be the year that I'm going to get in shape. And then in the beginning of January, you're like, I am going to, I am going to lose weight. I'm going to go on this diet plan. I am going to work out five days a week. It, it doesn't happen. It, it doesn't happen. Call Sherry if that is you. <laughs> right? It doesn't happen because you have untrained willpower. How can you make a habit of, you know, if you're, if you're a business and you're wanting to, if you, if you've got a new business and you're wanting to get out and launch a product, how can you make a habit of creating content every day to really give your business a chance to grow? If you've never created content before, how can you follow through on plans that you made? If you've never really followed through on anything, the most common mistake that you make is that you set a massive goal on day one, and then you rely strictly on willpower to achieve it. You tell yourself that I'm going to hit the gym five days a week, or I'm going to post video content three days a week when you've never made a video in your life, or I'm going to write one chapter a week in my book, and I'm going to get this book right now. I have 12 chapters. I'm going to get this done in 90 days. I'm going to have my book published, but you've never written a word in a book before. And so you set these massive goals because you might seem, you know, and honestly, this let's just be honest. Let me just cheers you for a minute. All right. That's the problem. The problem is, is that there we, we live in a world saturated with pros and influencers and coaches that sell webinars and workshops and programs that give a blanket one size fits all approach to something that worked for them. And they teach it to everybody and they say this works for everybody. But everybody isn't at the same level. And not everybody can apply that same stuff. That's why in some cases it works for one group of people, but then it completely falls flat for the other group of people because these people aren't those people. And so you may have heard somewhere that I can write a book in 90 days and all I got to do is just write a chapter a week and I can do this. All I got to do is just you know, write my book, map out my, my, my glossary, get the whole thing all set up, and I'm going to start writing. And then you're like, okay, I can do this. And then and then all of a sudden you sit down to write and then you stare at the paper. And you can't put five words together, let, let a thousand words together. And you're like, this ain't working. And then you feel like a failure. And then you start beating yourself up. And I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Good morning. Morning to you, Brent and Angel. Thanks for coming in, guys. I appreciate y'all. And it's it it doesn't work because everybody as a di- is at a different level. And so when we set our goals. I want to say this, as you are creating your goal, as you're creating your plans, the part of you, listen to me, write this down if you're taking notes, the part of you that plans almost always overestimates the part of you that acts. I'm going to say that again. The part of you that plans almost always overestimates the part of you that acts, that actually takes steps. When we set our goals, most people don't consider the obstacles that can and will pop up. It only takes a temporary bump for you to fall off permanently because you have untrained willpower. The plans fail and you end up cursing yourself for it. If you only had more willpower, if I only had more discipline, if I only didn't procrastinate as much, they're they're so much more successful. Everyone is so much more disciplined than me. I think I could have done better if I just weren't so lazy. Or if I weren't so undisciplined, maybe I'm not really cut out for this. Blah, 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 blah. It's garbage. Does that sound familiar? Am I reading anybody's mail this morning? That's what happens. We, 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 hit, we, we weren't at a level that we were prepared to operate. We set a goal too big, too high, too fast. And then as soon as you don't perform at the same level of what you see your peers performing at, then you start beating yourself up. And, and a lot of people think that the, the, the key to more incredible willpower is to be harder on yourself, right? 
people think that I, you know I just need to be tougher on myself. However, listen, there's so many studies that have shown I, I've researched this a lot because I really understand I really have researched the, the concept of just mindset in general a lot. But but research will show you that self-criticism is continually associated with less and less motivation and less and less self-control. So what happens as soon as you set a lofty goal that was a little bit too big for your untrained willpower, then immediately our first reaction is to go and start beating ourselves up. Right. Jamie says that was me to the point that I was neglecting my family. Right. It's, it's, it's the power of your words, y'all. And the impact that they have on your conscious and your subconscious, which directly affects your mindset. And your mindset is the engine to motivation and to action. So when you set a lofty goal that you're that you're ill-equipped and unprepared to really truly effectively pursue, our first thought is to beat ourselves up. It's self-sabotage. Absolutely, Maggie. We, we start beating ourselves up. And then when we start beating ourselves up, that that makes it worse. And that beats down the motivation and the self-control even further. We fail not because we are incompetent, but because our strategies are incompetent. When our, when our efforts provide lackluster results, we're quick to blame ourselves. And, but then we, you know, we, we beat ourselves up, but then we, we turn a blind eye to our actual systems, to our actual process. Right? You're trying to force yourself through problems using sheer, sheer willpower, but willpower alone is always bound to fail. All right. So as we get into this, every time you pursue a new goal on the frame of willpower alone, it serves as a self-torture tool. Every time you try to apply it, you become frustrated. Eventually you're discouraged and then you entirely give up. There's a book called, um, oh, I got to remember the name of the book. There's a book called Mini Habits uh, written by Stephen Guise, G-U-I-S-E, Stephen Guise. And I'm gonna write. I wrote this down so I would so I could give it to you word for word. Stephen Guides writes: If what if your failure to take action and stick to your plan was never a problem with you, but a problem with your strategy, the strategy that most of the world uses and endorses? And what if a shift to this new strategy changed everything for you? Wrong strategy will destroy your progress. So there are there are two things that I want you to get. All right. Two parts to what I believe is an excellent goal-crushing strategy. First of all, people people painfully overestimate their ability to practice self-control. We all do this, whether we like it or not, right? We set a huge goal, we go at it with full force, and then we fall back into our old behaviors. This is why we want to start with mini habits. Uh, Not many habits, mini habits, M-I-N-I, mini habits. We're going to talk about mini habits today. A mini habit is literally a mini version of the new habit that you want to practice. So for example, if if you want to lose 30 pounds in three months, all right, that's a realistic goal. People do that. People come out of come out of the holidays and they come into January and I'm this is gonna be my year to get fit. This is gonna be my year to lose weight. I'm gonna lose 30 pounds in the first three months of the year, and I'm gonna be ready for spring break and for my summer body and blah blah blah. All right. So you you want to lose 30 pounds over the course of three months. But but when people do that, they they put this monstrous plan together, right? Where, where I am going to cut out all my sugar. I'm going to eat, you know, only, only you know, 1,500 calories of, of, of a day. I'm going to be going to the gym five days a week. And, and they put this massive plan together, but they haven't been doing any of that up until that point, Right. That's a complete life change. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or or those guys that are in a bit in a business, right? So let's say you just started a brand new business and you and you you've gotten branding done. Maybe you've gotten a website set up and you've done some things and you put yourself out there a little bit, but now you're getting ready for your first ever product launch. And you've maybe you procrastinate a little bit, you've you missed several windows of opportunity throughout the season. All of a sudden it's all of a sudden we're we're fast approaching black November, and you're like, I really want to leverage this sales season. So I, I, I Justin, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this, this mini book. I'm gonna create a course. I'm gonna do a five day challenge. I'm gonna do, be doing emails every single week. I'm gonna be doing live broadcast three days of three days a week. I'm gonna do be doing posts on Instagram. I'm like, you haven't done anything all year. There is no way you're gonna sustain that because you haven't worked up to it. Listen to me. 
there, there are two key reasons why mini habits are so effective. Listen to me. First of all, write this down. Consistency is greater than intensity. Consistency is greater than intensity. All right, so if you're trying to get shredded, you're trying to work out and, and tone up your body and lose weight, 20 hours of work in one day, like if you work out for 20 hours in one day, that that's that's not going to get you shredded, right? I don't care if you work out all day long, your muscles can only do so much in one day. But if you do 20 minutes of workout every day for 52 weeks straight, you will be sliced by the end of the year, right? Because consistency is greater than intensity. It doesn't matter. That applies to anything and everything. It doesn't matter what it is. Whatever you are trying to accomplish, if you give yourself small slices of the work that you want to produce and you give yourself something that you can be consistent with and progress on, you will get the results that you want eventually. So that's the first piece. Consistency is greater than intensity. I see that Jamie said that's why I was afraid to start podcasting. And 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 I'll tell you what, you know, Jamie can probably relate to hearing all the things she's been she's been in business for a while. She's gotten lots of information from a lot of different people. And people will tell you this is the best way to grow the business, this is the best way to grow your ministry. This is the best way. But Jamie had to find her sweet spot. She found her sweet spot in podcasting. And she realized I can put out one podcast a week. She's got a busy family. And, and and other businesses, a lot of stuff going on in Jamie's world, but I can do one podcast a week. I'm going to be consistent with that. I'm going to engage my audience on Instagram. And she gave herself what she could handle. She gave herself what she can handle. And she has been consistent with it without fail. And the results have absolutely shown up for her this year because she stayed with it. So that first one, consistency is greater than intensity. The second piece I want to give you on mini habits is that every master was once a disaster. All right. Every master was once a disaster. This is true for any domain, any business, anything. And let's just stay on the let's, let's just stay on the on the frame of working out. All right. If you say you're a bodybuilder, bodybuilders did not start out looking ripped on that first day they ever hit the gym. Instead, it was progressive overload. All right. If you go too fast, you will crash. If you try to take on too much, you will crash. What do you think would happen today? Let's, let's say what would they you know I'm a I'm an adventurous person I like to take on new challenges and I like to do stuff that's kind of fun and fast and a little crazy so let's say let's say today that my my brother calls me he's like bro I just got us two tickets to the NASCAR race coming up in Michigan later next month we're going I'm like sweet he's like but I also found out that we can actually go ahead ahead of time and we have the opportunity to get in the car and do laps around the track cool let's do that right so let's say i show up at this at this thing like anybody want to see me in a nascar like imagine but let's say i'm like i got this let's drive this nascar and so i hop in that nascar i got the entire track to myself and i hop in and i'm like let's see if i can hit 200 miles an hour with this thing what's gonna happen if i get in a nascar at 200 miles an hour and go flying around the track track even though that that is what it's designed to do that's what NASCAR drivers do. I'm going to smoke that car in the wall. I'm going to destroy it because I, I'm i untrained. I don't have the ability to... I don't, I don't know what kind of strength it takes from head to toe in a body to hold a vehicle at 200 miles an hour around a, around a corner. It's untrained. Progressive overload is necessary. I can't go from zero to 200 without ever having experienced that. All right. So progressive overload is a, is a potent concept. It involves increasing the resistance of a natural system by placing tension beyond its capacity. It's only after you really start working those mini habits that it becomes easier to work up and to build up and decrease your habits intensity. If you're working out, once you lift 10 pounds doing whatever workout you're doing, once you lift 10 pounds and you and you 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 find yourself getting comfortable with 10 pounds, then you progress to 20. And then you work on 20 and 20 is going to hurt for a little while, but then you work up through that and then you're like, "You know what? I, I can handle 20." Then you move up to 30. It's only working through that progressive overload that you're eventually going to be able to lift 100 pounds. 
And once you've adapted to that, you can progress further by adding more, you know, metaphorical weight to whatever it is that you're doing. So if you if you're wanting to write, if you're wanting to write a book and you're hearing people that go out and they write a chapter a week and they can have an entire book written in a matter of three months, that's cool. But you got to sit down and you got to figure out what your capabilities are to start with. Because if I sit you down here and I sit someone else down there and say, write, I'm going to give you an hour to write. The two of you, completely different people, are not going to write the same amount of words. It's going to be, it's going to be completely a matter of your mindset, your behavior, your focus, your attention. Because while this person operates in, th this person may operate well with structured environments where I got an hour and I can blow this out and I like, I work, I work well with this and I can work through distractions. But you like, you, you see a butterfly out the window and you're like, oh, look at the butterfly. Wait a minute, what was I writing about? And then, and then you start writing, then you get one sentence done, and then your stomach growls and you're like, I'm hungry. Oh, I don't, and then and you're like, oh, this feels like school. You don't operate. You don't operate well in that in that mode. And it might be nine o'clock in the morning. Maybe this person over here is a morning person, and and they are wired for sound first thing in the morning. But you're like, I just want to take a nap. And you're like, you just got up. You're like, I know, but I'm the most motivated at ten o'clock at night. That's my wife. My wife has the most motivation at night. She doesn't want to have to do that in the morning. So it's completely different with everybody. So you can't expect to go out. And just do what the world tells you is the right thing or way to do to approach your goal when you are your own unique individual. You got to sit down first of all and test out what your what your resistance level is and figure out where you're going to start. Are you going to start out lifting 10 pounds or can I start out lifting 30 pounds metaphorically with whatever it is that you're doing? So once you've adapted to that and you've, you've realized that, all right, I need to work up through this, you can progress further by adding more metaphorical weight. So this is your plan, all right? Oh, I love this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just catch up on your comments because y'all are awesome. Angel says, we were writing emails and then we said, hey, Justin's on, let's go in there. I love that. And it's so nice to see you guys. I appreciate you both being in here because I love you. I love y'all, all right? So this, I'm gonna give this to you real simple. It's very simple. So again, we're talking about how to crush a goal, an ambitious goal because the thing is, let me just say this. The thing is, is when you set a goal, it doesn't matter if the goal that you set today is a is a small goal, a medium-sized goal, or something crazy. The approach is the same. You have to give yourself a process to work up to. All right? So let, let me just take you through the exact five steps that you need to apply. Very simple. The first one is you need to write down a realistic goal on a piece of paper that you want to achieve in the next 30 days. And, you know, I, I talk about visuals. You got to see it. You got to be able to see this goal. You got to be able to look at it. So whatever it is, however you put this thing, put it on the screensaver on your computer, put it on your phone, put it on a vision board. I don't care. Whatever it is, you have to see it. So give yourself a realistic goal that you want to accomplish in the next 30 days. And I like, and I really actually like the process of, of attacking a 30 day goal because it's 30 days. So we can think about that. Oftentimes it's like, oftentimes it's like, you know, we set a goal and we're like, this is my goal for the year. This is my goal for 2022. And like that, that's great. You know, I, you know, sure. Set a, set a goal for a year out, but a year is so far away. I mean, it's so far away. Even a six month goal is so far away, but you can, like, if you think of a 30 day goal, how many of y'all can, can you think of a 30 day goal? Put a yes in the chat room. If you can think of one something you want to see come to fruition in 30 days. You can taste that, right? You should be able to taste it. I mean, that should be salivating. And you, I'm going to get this. I'm going to do this thing. You So give yourself a very clear, realistic. Now I'm saying realistic, not to minimize your goal. I'm not telling you to think small. I'm telling you to think realistic. All right. So if you have a brand new business, and you're just starting out with just I want to make a hundred grand in the next 30 days. I'm not gonna tell you you can't, but that's not realistic. You know, if nobody knows who you are, that's not realistic. Give yourself something very realistic that you can actually work towards. I love Daniel's comment. It says it tastes so good. Wait, that's my coffee. The coffee and the goal taste good, buddy. Cheers. All right. All right. So realistic goal. 
that you can taste in the next 30 days. All right. Now you get, this is number, step two. I'm going to give you five steps. All right. Step two is break it down to many habits that you can perform daily and most importantly, progress on. So what has to happen is you've got to be able to look at that goal and say, your goal is just the outcome. You know what? You guys want to give me some examples? If you're, if you are comfortable, I would love to know what your goal is. My goal, for example, in the next 30 days is I'm going to have my website launched by the end of this month, but my goal in the next 30 days is to have, um, I have a course that I am writing currently. My course is going to be done, formatted, built out and ready to go on my website in the next 30 days. That's a lot of work. All right. But it's, but that's what I'm going to do. And I will absolutely do that. So when I say I'm going to have this course done, I know all the variables of what that's going to take. So what I have to do is I have to look at that goal and say, all right, this is my end result that I want to get to. I got to break this thing down so that I literally know what I have got to do every single day. And so what I do is I break it down, first of all, in weeks. So 30 days, I'm going to break that out into four weeks. All right. So what do I have to have done this week, week one? What do I have to have done in the first week? So what is my milestone? So give yourself milestones at the end of each week. I want to see this. Daniel says the next 30 days to have my product launch on my app ready for my current clients and five new clients. I love that. So let's take Daniel, for example. So Daniel, um, he's going to have his product launch on his website or on his app ready to go for his current clients with five new clients. So I'm going to start from the end. This is where we want to get how much time am I going to take to actually have to market? I would say I would give myself at least a week to promote and market, market it. All right. So week four is all marketing, which means that the end of week three, great morning to you, Kenyatta. Thanks for coming in, girl. The, the end of week three is I got to have everything 100% built, ready to launch and let it, ready to drive traffic to it so I can market it on week four. So I really got to have the product done by week three. So what do I got to do in the next three weeks to have that completely ready? So whatever that is that you're doing, whatever your goal is, give yourself a four-week outline with specific milestones at the end of each of those weeks. And then at the and then with each of those individual milestones, you got to develop daily mini habits of what it's going to take you to get to that first milestone. So what's milestone one? What has to happen this week? First week, week one. All right. And let's say, let's say this week, since we're already on Thursday, let's say this week is out of the picture. So let's count next week. All right. So say, let's start this 30 day process starting next week. So starting next week, what do you have to do every single day to have you set up to achieve your first milestone by the end of that first week? And then once you get there, you're going to progressive overload. You're going to increase the intensity. Don't give yourself too much that first week. Again, this is not about willpower. This is not about willpower. And this is going to, and this takes me to my point number three, y'all. Because again, if I'm going to, if I wanted to lose, let's say I wanted to lose 10 pounds in 30 days. Then maybe that's my goal is I want to lose 10 pounds. All right, 10 pounds in 30 days. I'm not focused on how many pounds I'm going to lose each week. I'm focused on the actions that I have to take to lose 30 pounds. And so if I'm not, if I haven't been working out at all, if I haven't been dieting at all, if I haven't been doing anything at all, then this week, what I might do is I'm going to start, I'm going to exercise three days a week for 30 minutes a day. I'm going to make it my mission this week to cut out sugar and I'm going to lower my portions. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lower my portion sizes, cut out sugar, exercise three days a week to start. And then I'm going to be consistent with that next week. Then week two, I might increase to four days a week of workout. And then I'm also going to cut out, I'm going to start, I'm going to minimize my calorie count. So first week was just to lower my portion size, just to train myself to eat less. Second week is I'm actually going to be mindful of my calories. Then week three, I might go to five days a week of workout and I do something else. I'm not a, by any means a fitness or workout expert or weight loss expert, but I have to progress up. I can't give myself some high intensity routine to start with because I won't be able to sustain it. So your third tip of your strategy 
Number one was write down a realistic goal, a piece of paper that you want to accomplish in 30 days. Number two is break it down into mini habits that you can not only perform daily with weekly milestones, but also remember the, the concept of progressive overload. If I eventually want to get myself to the ability to be able to lift 100 pounds, I've got to start with 10 pounds until I, I stretch myself, push myself with 10. Once I'm comfortable with 10, then I'm going to go to 20. Once I'm comfortable and pushing myself there, then I'm going to go to 30. You have to work your way up to that because you're not ready to lift heavy right off the bat. So your third piece is to eliminate distractions that need your willpower to take charge. And again, remember I told you at the very beginning of this, the difference between high achievers and people that continually struggle to reach their goals is usually that high achievers has found themselves to found a way to put themselves in situations where they do not have to rely on willpower. So number three is eliminate distractions that need your willpower to take charge. For example, if you want to focus on writing content without distractions, then turn all notifications off for a scheduled period of time. Figure out what your sweet spot is. This is when I'm most motivated. This is when I have the least amount of distractions. And give yourself like an hour window where you actually turn your phone off. You tell your kids, you tell your dog, you tell whoever that I have an hour uninterrupted every day. And you have to choose an hour that works for you. You have to know that this is my one hour a day. Maybe it's right after the kids go to school. Your husband's off at work or whatever. The dog's already gone poop. You're, you're, you've got a decent amount of motivation. Maybe it's from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. every morning, right after Justin's broadcast. <laughs> so you don't miss my broadcast. Right after Justin's broadcast, Justin's pumped me up. Now every day right after Justin's broadcast is over, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to turn off my phone. Everything is off. And I have an hour undistracted to work on whatever that is, right? So maybe maybe that's the thing. So you give yourself that hour of undistracted time. If you want to lose fat, not just weight, but fat, then maybe you say, all right, uh, yeah, there's things that I'm going to start with, but I'm going to start with eliminating sugar. I'm going to stop with the soda every day at work because you know you got that vending machine. All the all that are going to work or you or you've been or you you go and you you go to the grocery store and you pick up soda for the kids, but then you tend to go to the refrigerator but just because it looks so good or whatever. Whatever that is, the chocolate, the fudge, the, the, the pretzels, whatever it is. So if you know that I've got to cut out this sugar or I've got to really start doing, be more disciplined with this, don't leave whatever that is in the refrigerator or in the pantry, right? If you already have it, then, then get up off your chair right now while you're listening to me with your phone and meander yourself into your kitchen and grab yourself a bag and start throwing all the crap out of your refrigerator that you know you can't eat and should not be eating. You're going to tie that up and you're going to go throw it in your neighbor's trash can, not even your trash can. So you can't go back to your trash can later and pull it back out. You got to get rid of it. If you go to the store, do not buy it. You do not buy. You can't win from a losing position. Jamie Kirshner just said that one. You should write that down, y'all. Jamie says you can't win from a losing position. I love that so much. You've got to eliminate distractions that are going to require your willpower to take charge. Whatever that is, in every setting, no matter what it is we're talking about, eliminate distractions that are going to require your willpower to take charge. Okay? Number four, very simple. Or mail it or mail it to somebody you don't like, right? <laughs> Number four is don't be afraid to build on small progress. There's nothing wrong with small progress. Listen, I'm gonna tell you that some of y'all might, I mean like, you know, you're like, Justin, I wanna lift a hundred pounds. All right, well today I want you to lift 10. Oh, 10, really? I don't wanna, I want, but I, but I wanna lift a hundred. Justin, I wanna learn how to make five figures a month. Okay. Well, let's see if we can get you to make a hundred dollars this month. A hundred? I don't want to, but it's only a hundred. How much have you made all year? How much have you lifted? Oh, well, I mean, if you put it that way, I'm like, you're you're, you're dissatisfied with making a hundred bucks. You haven't made a dime all year. A hundred dollars is more than what you've already been making. So why don't we start there? Let's start with 100. Let's see if we can make you 100. Or see if we make you 100 this week. 
and let's see if we can get you to maybe 200 next week. Or let's see if we can make you 100 consistently week after week after week this month and have you a $400 month. How, how, you know, how many months this year have you made $400 in your online business? So $400 this month would be would be significantly higher than anything you've been doing all year. Don't be afraid of building on small progress. So if I can consistently, listen, if I can consistently get you earning $100 a week for four weeks straight, then next week, let's move that, let's bump that up to $250 a week. And let's see if we can get you to a $1,000 month next month in September. Let's see if we can get that up. And then if we can get you consistently generating $250 a week, then let's see if in October we can get you up to $500 a week and get you a $2,000 month. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. Y'all ready for this? I don't think you're ready. Cheers, y'all. I hope your morning beverage is delicious. Appreciate you hanging out with me. I'll tell you this right now. If you could consistently get yourself generating $100 a week consistently, then you go into September. If you could get yourself generating $250 a week consistently, and that doesn't happen without a plan. You got to have a product, a plan, and a process to, to do that. But if you could generate $250 a week or $1,000 a month, and it doesn't all have to come, you know, because nothing about online business is consistent, you know, so so maybe it's, Justin, I'm going to have a $1,000 a month in the month of September. And then I'm going to have a $2,000 a month in the month of October, I tell you what, if you could get yourself in that rhythm of progressively building up, you could have yourself a five-figure month by the end of the year. What would $10,000 in one month do for you? What if you could do that consistently? What if you could do that consistently? I tell you what, you know, there's, 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 there's results-oriented goals. And then there's lifestyle goals. You know, I used to be the I used to be the type of person before I really understood this concept. I used to be the type of person that would say, you know what, I'm gonna make six figures this year. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make six figures in my business this year. And then that turned into I'm gonna become the person that can manifest total abundance in every area of my life. How many of y'all want that? It's not about a number. Numbers for me have gone away a long time ago. I don't chase numbers. I just want to be the person that operates and focuses and builds and executes on a level that can produce total abundance in every area of my life. And then I'm going to put a box around what God wants to produce in my business this year. I'll let him bring to me whoever he wants to bring to me. There's a difference there. You see that? So it's a matter of, but that, but that's built off of habits. That's built off of building up through small progression. So number four is don't be afraid to build on small progress. All right. Last one I'm going to give you, number five, is celebrate your wins. Celebrate your wins. Sometimes we got to put ourselves into perspective. Again, I, I can't... I, I, I'm, I'm saying this because I, it's it, it's still to this day it, it baffles me when I have these conversations with people when they're when they're they're coming to me with their business or their goals or their plans or what they're wanting to accomplish and they're telling me what they where they want to go I'm like all right we can get there we can go there but this is where we've got to start we got to start here and then we got to build up from that and every time I bring you down to start here people are like okay. We got to start there. Yeah. And not everybody, but a lot of people are like, all right, you know, but when do we get up to here? Well, we have to start here. We have, I have to see that you can execute at a consistent level right here. And then, and people resist that. They like resist the small steps, the small progress. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, this small step is way more than you have been doing on your own. You haven't been doing anything. So this is still progressing forward. It's still celebrating forward. I mean, so I'm like, I'm gonna, I want to, I want you to experience a win. Wins are necessary. I'll put that in the chat stream. Wins are necessary. You, when you're building, especially when you're building something for yourself, you have got to experience some wins. Because entrepreneurship is a tough game. It's tough. 
you've got to experience some wins. You've got to experience some moments where you're like, yeah, I did that. I said I was going to do it, and I did it. And look at what it was able to produce. Look at what I was able to accomplish. Don't be afraid of small progress, and don't forget to celebrate small wins because wins are necessary, all right? So a couple just last last things I want to give you, but I do want to recap those. So again, number one, write down a very specific goal that you want to accomplish and achieve in the next 30 days. Keep it where you can see it constantly so it's front of mind. Number two is break it, break that goal down into weekly milestones and small daily habits, mini habits that you know exactly what you need to do every single day to achieve that weekly milestone. Number three is to eliminate distractions that are going to require your willpower to take charge. Number four is don't be afraid to build on small progress. And number five is don't forget to celebrate your wins. Give yourself some wins that you can celebrate. There's a great um, a great quote. I got I to gotta look this up so I can remember it. Um, a great quote by Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett was actually being um, was being interviewed for a you know some something he was being interviewed for. Anyway, a reporter asked Warren Buffett. He said, "You're one of the richest people in the world, and how you explain what you do, it's really so simple. Why doesn't everybody just copy you?" And Warren Buffett replied, "Because nobody wants to get rich slow." Don't you love that? I love that so much. I thought it was so good because it's true. Nobody wants nobody wants to go through the work of slow progress, slow growth. But that's that's the journey. People are like, Justin, what's the magic pill to succeeding in business? I'll tell you, it's the journey. It's the journey that you're on. And everybody's journey is different. You might your your neighbor right next door to you may go way faster than you, but they also may go way slower than you. You might be the person that rises to the top quickly. You might be the person that has to build on every single step. That's your journey. And I believe God takes us, every one of us, through our own unique journey because there, it's not just a matter of, you know, in, in our cases, it's not a matter of just building a business. In the process of building a business, you also have to build a business owner. I don't just build businesses. I build business owners because... I could help you build a business that's ready to generate revenue, but if you're not the person that's prepared and equipped and and disciplined enough to operate that business, your business will not grow because every business needs a business owner to run it. But nobody wants to get rich slow. And I, I thought this was so good. It's it's such a testament to, you know, the Warren Buffett is the billionaire that he is because he's been a master of fundamentals for decades. He's been a master of fundamentals for decades. He's smart and he's made small, smart moves. He does not make large shifts with his finances. No matter what the market is doing, he is very specific and very methodical in his ways and very methodical in his processes and it pays off for him. So a couple last things. Again, you cannot force your way into being successful. Don't be a tyrant. Jennifer, what's up, girl? It's nice to see you. Don't be a tyrant with your business. Don't be a tyrant with your goals. Don't say, oh, I have to do this because I should be making this much by now or I should be accomplishing this much by now. Again, be so careful of your words. And again, self, what, what do I call it? Um, you know, Beating up on yourself is only going to limit your motivation even further. All right? Very, very important to understand that. So don't be a tyrant. It's important to understand that you cannot force your way to being su- successful. Secondly, patience is so key with goal setting. Patience is so key with progressive success and progressive overload. Don't overestimate what you can do in one month and don't underestimate what you can do in one year. I'm going to say that again. Don't overestimate what you can do in one month. Don't like don't give yourself too much too fast. But then don't underestimate what you can do in a year because really what I'm really what I'm giving you is a formula for how to crush a massive goal in a year. The way you crush a massive goal in a year is you give yourself a very tangible but challenging but tangible goal every 30 days. And if you if you follow this process every single 30 days. And you get and you get to the end, you accomplish that goal in 30 days. Whoo, 
then all of a sudden you're like, I did that. Man, I did that. Like, look at what I accomplished. And I and, and uh, can we all agree? It's so much easier to focus on a 30-day goal than a 12-month goal. Because a 12-month goal has so many variations and so many variables. And there's so much that's going to come up that you can't possibly plan for that at the beginning stages. But you don't have near as much variation in 30 days as you do in 12 months. But if you can continually reset this process at the every 30 days, give yourself a very specific plan, progressive overload, what happens is you you're going to you're going to become someone that you've never been in that 30 days. And at the end of that 30 days, you can set yourself a new goal for the next 30 days, but you're a little bit more advanced, you're a little bit more disciplined, you, your muscles are toned, you're prepared a little to, to handle a little bit more and bite off a little bit more. So then you give yourself a little bit more in that next 30 days. Don't overestimate what you can do in one month, but then don't underestimate what you can accomplish in one year. Last last thing I want to give you is judge your inputs, not your outputs. Judge your inputs, not your outputs. All right? Meaning, be cognizant and aware and, I don't want to say critical, but aware of what you're inputting, what you're inputting in your body, what you're inputting in your spirit, what are you inputting in your mind, your eyes, your ears, what are you listening to, what are you watching, what are you eating? All of those things affect your ability to perform. So be be cognizant and you know not critical, but careful about your inputs, but then don't be critical about your outputs. Be, be aware, set yourself up to progress forward. And then, and then even if the steps that you are taking are small, even if they're tiny little steps that you're taking every single day, celebrate consistency. Remember, consistency is greater than intensity. And even if the steps that you are taking, if you listen to this video and then you move forward and you take a, you take an intentional, small, progressive step every single day and you're consistent about that every single day just for one week, I bet that is more consistency and more forward progress that you have seen from yourself in that one week than you've seen all year long. That's a win. So don't beat yourself up that I'm, well, I'm only taking these steps. No, you took those steps consistently daily. You've, you lifted that 10 pounds. Now in the next week, see if you can step that up a little bit and increase that. And all of a sudden, 8, 12, 20, 30 weeks from now, if you continually continue on that momentum and you continue building off of that, imagine what you'll be able to lift in 20 weeks from now. Imagine what you'll be able to step into 20 weeks from now remember imagine what you would have been able to look back 20 weeks from now and say i did that every day every week for that period of time and look at what you would imagine what you could accomplish if you just stuck with it consistency is so important y'all it's so important. Consistency trumps intensity every single time. That's what I got for you today, y'all. Hopefully that was good. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. This morning, I know 54 minutes of your time is so valuable. So I appreciate you spending your time with me today. Y'all are amazing. Be intentional with your time today. I challenge you to take what you've learned this morning, map it out, and start next week. Next week should be the start of a 30-day goal. I might challenge my inner circle to unpack this a little bit. Should we do that? Should we unpack? I want to just unpack the goals. We're going to do this next week. All you guys that are in my inner circle, we are going to unpack our 30-day goals. And I want to I want to talk about the steps that you're going to take in. We're going to be talking about the plans that you have in place. And we're going to we're going to make sure that everybody's on the track uh, is on the right track to unpack it. You like that? So all you guys that are here listening to me, um all you guys that are here listening to me, get yourself ready to talk about your 30-day goal and your plan to map it out when we get together on Monday. You know, I'm gonna I'm not gonna broadcast tomorrow because I, I'm so serious about this, y'all. Listen, I'm so serious about this. I, it, it, there, you. This is like, this is this is one of the this is one of the biggest gems of content that I can get that I've given you all year long. I just want you to apply it. 
So I'm not going to give you something else to swallow tomorrow. I want you to, if you got to go back and listen to this again, go back and listen to it again. But my, my mission is if you are, especially all you guys that are my consistents, you, you show up every single morning for me, take the hour tomorrow that you would have been sitting here listening to me teach you something else and work on this. I want you to work on this. I want all of my all of my people to work on this process because I, I'm so serious about this 30-day goal. If you can master the process of mastering 30 days at a time, it'll completely transform the rest of your year and new year will be a game changer for you. Game changer. And if anybody needs coaching from me, you just holler at me. If anybody wants to be in my inner circle, holler at me. I'd love to have you. Get a hold of me, Justin Captain Pro. Gmail is my email. JustinCaptainPro.com is my website. So I'm going to stay off of broadcasting tomorrow. You can share this out to your friends and tell them that you just heard the most life-changing live video in the history of live video. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad y'all humor me. I'm glad y'all <laughs> tolerate me and love me regardless of my bad humor. Cheers, y'all. Y'all are amazing. I appreciate you. You know, I think it was Matilda. Was it Matilda that said that I was coming back a little bit fiery? Somebody said yesterday. Just somebody told me yesterday. He's like, man, Justin needs to not go on vacation. He comes back mad. I'm like, no, I come back with a little bit higher octane level in my fuel. And you know what happens is my mind just moves and thinks and twists and turns when I'm on vacation. So when I come back, I'm just so much ready. It's already just to unload. And the thing is, y'all, this word just comes from this is my heart, y'all is I have such a belief in you. Like I see all your faces and all the things, like what a privilege I have to, 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 to associate and interact and coach and help and hopefully inspire each one of you. It is, my, it, is my, it is the greatest passion of my life to be able to just do what I do and serve the way I serve and, and be the vessel that the Lord has called me to be for you. And I just want to see you soar, man. I want you to get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. And, and get out there and do the things that the Lord has placed on your heart to do and to follow up and step into those promptings and leadings that he has given you. My goodness, y'all. You're equipped, you're qualified, and you're positioned for such a time as this. Harvest time is coming. Go out and get it, y'all. Have a beautiful day. I appreciate you. Be intentional. Holler at me if you need me, and I'll see you guys all around the web. Right, Take care. God bless y'all. I'll see y'all later.